Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, your host. And uh, of course, I'm here with my wonderful, amazing, talented <laughs> co-host, Juanita Witten-Radko. Welcome, my friend. Thank you, Kim. Merry Christmas. Yes, yes. Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> I don't know about you, but you know, in some ways, 2021 crawled and in other ways it's gone by so fast I can't even believe it. Oh, it's been quite the roller coaster year for me. So yep, I agree. Like I think, you know, it, slowness wise, it's just let's get done with COVID. Like I am so done with COVID. And you know, of course, right now Ontario's being hit by Omicron and the numbers are skyrocketing. But hopefully the good news is um, I was reading a report last week out of South Africa where it kind of started and they were saying, you know, like they had like the massive, you know, upswing, you know, incredible numbers that lasted a few weeks. And now their numbers are just like coming down really fast as well. So I'm hoping we're going to see that here, that it's just, you know, one of those things that's really fast in, you know, blows through and, and it's gone. Right. Mm -hmm. Which would be really would nice. Definitely be my preference. Yes. Just take a, a breath. Just coming off Christmas. Christmas is always so, so busy. I was telling Juanita before the call that my um, daughter-in-law had asked me to make a, a plush, um, crocheted dump truck for my grandson and I got the wrong yarn. So something that was supposed to be like maybe five or six inches long was like almost two feet long. This thing, my grandson's two and a half, this thing was almost as big as he was. And I finished it 20 minutes before everybody arrived for Christmas dinner. <laughs> so my time management skills, I think, need some work in 2022 because I definitely did not gauge how long it was going to take for me to make this thing. You know, I finally got it pretty well crocheted on December 24th. And I thought, oh, it'll just take an hour or so to sew this thing together. Yeah. Five, six hours later. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so thankful for my husband and my daughter because they stepped in, they made breakfast, they cleaned up, they packed. We were going somewhere, so we, we packed everything up. Oh, I would not have been able to do it without their help and support. So thank you for family. Yay! Yay! <laughs> How about you? How was your Christmas, my friend? Oh, we had a quiet family get together with uh, my father-in-law and on Christmas day we had well 
it was a very busy Christmas Eve because I'm involved with the music team at our church and my husband is part of the AB, which is also part of the music team. And so is, so is my older daughter and my youngest daughter uh, joined the music team and was playing uh, a shaker <laughs> on every song she possibly could. And we had to tell her, no, the, uh, Oh, Holy night does not need a maraca. And <laughs> you know, this is why we're friends, right? Like I'm married to the sound guy at our church. My son's the drummer. My daughter's a worship leader. <laughs> oh, my friend. And, and I don't know if you guys know this, but when Nita and I even have the same vehicle, not intentionally, but different year models, but we actually have the same vehicle in the same color. <laughs> yes. Sometimes things just work out that way. I once read a saying that coincidence is when God winks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny. I was driving to Juanita's place the other day to drop something off for her. And we pull up and your vehicle wasn't there. And and we were in, in my van and, and my hubby's like, oh, the sister's missing. <laughs> I'm thinking, no, Jane and Aaliyah are somewhere. Like, there's no sister missing. And then I realized he was talking about your van. <laughs> <laughs> yes, our, our vans are twins. <laughs> Oh, so today we want to, we're probably going to do a two-parter, I think. I think we got enough material here to do a two-parter about absolutely yeah. about starting 2022 off strong with your business. And, you know, when you, when you think through your business and your plans and your stuff like that, you know, it's always good. I like taking time, you know, the week between Christmas and New Year's and, you know, the first couple of days of the year. I mean, some people do it way ahead of time and I do it a bit, but I really kind of focus in, you know, in on that week. And while I'm taking time to rest and relax and my brain's not on 60 million other things now that Christmas dinner is done and all the gifts are made and, uh, you know, I can finally stop and take a breath and all the church obligations are done. So um, you know, I was just thinking about it uh, today and, you know, what is uh, 2022 going to look like in RTI publishing? And, uh, you know, one of the things I was thinking of, and then I'll, I'll let you share some thoughts there, my friend, was what really worked in 2021 and what didn't work? So I'd love to hear your initial thoughts on it, and then I'll share some more there, my friend. The first thing that came to mind was Monday.com. Uh, yeah. We made the switch over to running uh, a lot of the behind the scenes work from spreadsheets to what should I call it? It's a platform for um, where you like create a project your own management forms. Software. Exactly. A project management platform. And that was a really helpful thing uh, from my point of view. We were able to collaborate better with clients and with our freelancers through that platform. Yeah, because we were finding emails were getting lost. Like, you know, the lines of communication weren't always as strong. And then, you know, we'd send them stuff, but they didn't get it. And then we're having to email them again. So now everything just gets uploaded into the system 
And, Mm -hmm. you know, they can go back and refer to it at any time. So, yeah, I agree. That was one thing that worked really well. Now, it took a while to, you know, install and get everybody, well, not install, but set up and, you know, everybody on board. And, you know, it's always fun when we got new clients and we're bringing them on board and they're not too sure of themselves, even though Juanita has set up this wonderful, and we're going to actually talk about this, the last point five, right? (laughs) Um, about systems. Juanita has an onboarding system for both clients and freelancers that teaches them how to use the system. And it's funny to watch some of our clients because some of them just jump in, they do it, they're comfortable. And other ones are like, I, I, I can't even do the first instruction. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. You have to help me, right? And so <laughs> Juanita graciously gets on the Zoom call with them. But I think some people, like I'm a visual person, Mm-hmm. I do much better when um, someone shows me something or, you know, I have instructions with pictures in them. So I think just some people maybe just do better, you know, visually, because usually once you get on with them and you show them, they're fine with it. Yeah, that is the great thing about Zoom, too, is that I'm able to be hands off and either I show them what's on my screen, screen and uh, go through, or with the Zoom, I give them the ability to share their screen. And I said, okay, you're looking in the wrong place. Because a lot of times the frustration comes because they're, they're looking in the bottom left corner of the screen when they should be looking in the top right, that kind of thing of, mm. you, see where, you see that little icon over there that looks like a cupcake? click on that oh oh that's really easy yeah <laughs> I think you know and, and like, so let's do this a couple times make sure that you're comfortable with it and then it's like oh I can't believe I didn't figure this out on my own and I say it's okay it <laughs> We're all, you know because nobody wants to hear yeah I can't believe it either <laughs> That would There's be something that would not work well with our clients in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that uh, you need to really be aware of is to uh, remember that even if something is comes naturally for you, there's probably something in your life that does not come easily to you. And just if if you're working with someone who is having difficulty and with something that you think is should be easy this is where you need to flip it and go oh i remember when i was really terrible at x mm-hmm. and it would have been so much easier had someone just said to me you know if you do this yeah that it'll be really easy and that kind of support is what people need to to build their confidence mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking um, when you were saying that I was reorganizing my room today and I found an old report card of mine and I was looking back at my grades Mm -hmm. and the grades were all really decent except for one subject. Do you remember what (laughs) subject that was, my friend? Well, I remember that you did not enjoy all of the French classes that we took. (laughs) So here's the thing. The only reason I passed French in high school was because of Juanita. (laughs) 
Now, don't don't get any ideas. We didn't cheat or anything. We're not that kind of friends, you know. But, um, you know, she did tutor me uh, quite a bit and, you know, helped helped me so that at least I got all of my assignments, you know. But I failed just about every French exam I took. It was just like, but funny story. Uh, when we were in high school, uh, Juanita and I were the kids that, you know, got the homework done fast and we'd be sitting there twiddling our thumbs. So, of course, you know, you mm-hmm. want to chat and talk. And, of course, the teachers don't want you talking. Right. Because then it distracts everybody, everybody else. So Juanita and I came up with a system where we had a notebook. And I think over <laughs> the years we ended up with five or six of them. Oh, yeah. But we would just write what we wanted to say to each other back and forth. So that's how we would talk. Of course, you know, now kids just text each other, but we had our notebook. Yeah, it was our, it was caveman texting. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I remember in French class one day, uh, Monsieur de Video, who was actually Italian, but Mm -hmm. he was pretty cute too. Yeah, he was nice. He had that gorgeous (laughs) European look, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, he, he caught us with the notebook. And, you know, of course, Winita and I were smart enough, you know, not to, well, if we wrote personal things, we did everything in codes. We had codes for everything and we had codes for people's names. So you never knew who we were talking about, which Mm -hmm. was really good because that book got grabbed a few times over the years. Yep. I'm I'm thinking of one in between. (laughs) (laughs) One of the few times we stopped using code was to give someone a piece of our mind. Yes, I think I remember it saying, Jim, you twit. That's exactly what I was thinking of, which in the grand scheme of things, that seems pretty mild mannered now. (laughs) You twit. Well, that's scathing, isn't it? (laughs) Anyway, Monsieur DeVideo, he grabbed the notebook and, you know, Juanita and I are just kind of like horrified. And he reads a little bit of it. And then he says, well, since your home, at least your homework's done, he says, I don't mind if you do it, but Kim really needs to practice in French. So I'll, I will allow you to do it as long as you do it in French. And I was like, d'accord. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, this is not going to be fun anymore. <laughs> it was for me. <laughs> but we did it. I still have one of the notebooks where every once in a while you just see us starting to converse in French. Yeah. <laughs> You know, getting back to what you were saying was, you know, sometimes you just need help, right? You're not strong in everything. So, you know, when you look at what did not work in 2021, you know, maybe there's some areas where you need someone to come in and help and support you. I I really believe in uh, coaching and, and mentorship. You know, I've had coaches and mentors over the years. I don't have one specifically right now. But I kind of have mentors and coaches in the books I read and the trainings I take. Like I take an awful lot of training and teaching. Um, You know, anytime I have opportunities, I've always got books on the go. I'm always expanding my mind in different areas. And, um, you know, I'm reading one right now called Hook Point, which is about, you know, creating that one sentence which captures your business and grabs the attention of the person, you know, and it talks about um, how, you know, you may have three seconds 
to grab somebody's attention because we have so many advertising messages coming at us every single day. Attention. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you, how do you grab that attention? So I am constantly learning and growing. And, you know, one other thing I just want to talk about, and then we'll hop on to point number two is the 80, 20 principle Pareto's principle. And what it talks about is the fact that 80% of your results come from 20% of what you do. Mm -hmm. So for me, you know, what 20% of what I did this year was producing 80% of the results and then vice versa. What 80% was I doing that was only producing the 20% of the results? That is a really good question. Something that uh, came to my mind with, from when I owned the shop, Mm -hmm. I had a speak. I listened to a speaker who said, "80% of your headaches come from 20% of your business practice." That certain level of client who is not really an ideal customer. It, it taught me that it was okay to fire the ones who were not worth mm-hmm. the frustration they were causing me. Well, we haven't had to fire too many clients here at RTI Publishing, but no, there there was that one client that uh, I was tearing my hair out and poor Juanita was hearing me vent all the time and she could see Mm -hmm. how frustrated I was. And, you know, we just we finally got to the point where we felt we had done enough that we could let her go. And so we just did. We fired her. Mm -hmm. It's like you're done. Like we're not doing this anymore. Right. It's just not worth it. I mean, I was losing sleep. I was putting in extra hours. I was stressed. I was, you know, I couldn't focus on the other business because this project just kind of swallowed everything up. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it was just so nice. So haven't fired a lot of clients. I think we, we fired two. And then there was one client that we did finish the book because we were just at a point, well, you know, this client is not great, but, you know, can we finish doing this project? Yeah, we got it done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, you know, it's a point of integrity that we produce a quality product and uphold our end of the bargain. It is also true that um, there are times when you're not going to be able to complete all of the or fulfill all of the customer's requests at the price point that the customer thinks they should be paying. I'm sure I'm not telling any business owner out there, you know, there's, there's three things that it's a triangle or a pyramid, I guess, triangle go with that is that you have um, good service, low price or quality product. You can pick any two that you want. Very true. I I heard that term scope creep and I didn't know what it was Mm -hmm. at first, but, you know, I I finally kind of looked it up and and boy, did that thing ever make sense. It's just they keep creeping up with more and more things that expand the scope of the the project or the product or the service that they want, you know, and, and after a while, it's just it's actually eating up your profits. It's eating up your time. It's eating up. Mm-hmm. So one thing we do at RTI Publishing is we have a work agreement. And in the work agreement, it states what work we will do, 
what is acceptable levels for different things. And if you go above those levels, what are the additional costs that you will you incur? Will incur? Now, you know, if a client asks for one thing, you know, one, one small thing, I'm not going to go, okay, you have to pay extra, right? That's just part of the good service. But it comes a point when they're asking, asking, asking for more and more and more. And, you know, you just have to have that conversation with them. And it's not an easy conversation, but I think you can, you can make it easier by your attitude, right? And, you know, I, I just say to them, you know, that is way outside, you know, of, of what we agreed upon in the work agreement. Mm -hmm. And you need to understand that, you know, for me to do this for you, I am going to be putting out a fair amount of money to my team to accomplish this. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, right. Because most people are like, oh, oh, I don't want you to lose money. Right. (laughs) So I, I usually would say something to them like, you know, it's not that we can't do it, but, you know, I really, you would need to compensate me for it. And of course, I'm going to give you a very good price on it. I'm not really looking to make money on this additional work, but I do need to cover my costs. And, you know, when you position it that way, they either say, no, it's not that important. Okay, good. Or they say to me, they say, you know what, Kim, this is something I really want. Send me the invoice. We'll get it paid and let's do it. Right. And here's the thing. If a, if a client or customer of yours really balks at it or gets angry at, at you for that, then maybe they're not a good client or customer for you. Yeah. They're qualifying themselves as a customer. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it looks like you're more of a bronze level package than a platinum package customer or or the reverse. If they, you know, this is this request would be um part of our you know gold level uh project sounds like you're wanting this level of service and you know we can talk about your upgrade upgrade anytime you like you know that's a a win-win the client gets more features and we get paid for the extra work that we are doing yeah yeah So like I said, I mean, if your client or customer is asking for, you know, one or two small things that, you know, are not going to disrupt, you know, the company, the profits, whatever, I would say go for it because that's just good customer service. Like we've occasionally had had clients say, you know, Kim, um, you know, we need a few blog posts, right? And most times they will, you know, offer to pay. But, you know, for me, writing a few blog posts it's nothing. Right. Um, so a lot of times, you know, if a client asks for that, we're like, you know, if they ask for one or two, it's like, you know what, we'll just give that to you. Right. That that's your bonus. Thank you for being a good client. And they so appreciate it, but it doesn't cut into the profits or the, the project or anything else that that's something that's easy for us to do. Right. Now, if they want 10, 15, 20 blog posts, that's a different story. I think an important point as a sidebar for some of these things is when you have something like that, where we throw them in, I think it's important in the way 
that you show them in the billing. Mm -hmm. This was something I offered um, sewing classes. Uh, when you purchased a sewing machine from my store, I included up to 10 or 12 hours of sewing instructions, specifically on how to operate the machine, depending on the level of how how sophisticated the machine was would determine how long your course ran. Mm -hmm. The thing that I found initially, I'd heard from other dealers, they're like, oh, people don't want to, you know, I have these lessons and there's no charge for them. They're, they're free owner's lessons and I'll get the class only half full or whatever. And I said, oh, they're not free. They paid for them when they bought the machine. And that you want to know how mu how good my attendance was 99 to 100% because people felt like, oh, they, this is owed to me. <laughs> yeah. Just a change of perspective, right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have uh, many instances where I was stood up for my owner's classes. And, uh, you know, I, I set aside a certain time and people were welcome to join the next set if they couldn't make a class but that was they were coming on their time mm -hmm. I wasn't making a, a additional uh class times mm -hmm. when I, yeah like if they couldn't come to couldn't come to a certain one you're like okay so here's your options you can come this one this one or this one right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then give them the option yeah, yeah. that's really cool all right. Well, let's see if we can get number two covered, because I think we're already at least 20 minutes into the episode here. So mm -hmm. so point number two we were thinking about is what are new things that you can bring into your business in 2022? So, you know, what are supplementary, big mouthful, products or services that you can add? And you know, that's something that at RTI Publishing, you know, every year, year and a half, we've expanded our, our services, our products, our services, what we can do. And, uh, you know, that's it's the same for 2022. You know, we're going to be adding hardcover books, audio books, um, you know, podcasting. If you want to start a podcast in 2022, we will be offering podcast services. Not quite yet, probably a couple of months in, but you know, um, that's going to be one of the areas that uh, we're going to grow in. You know, um, we're looking at potentially we're, we're going to be speaking to some people about uh, doing translations. You know, here in Canada, we have two official languages, English and French. In the U.S., it's not a two official languages, but the main languages, well, English is the official language, but Spanish is spoken a lot in the U.S. So, you know. Can, can we add those services on? So, I, you know, I'd love for you to think about, you know, what is something that's supplementary that you can add? Now, here's the thing. You have to be able to add it and handle it and manage it. Mm -hmm. People want to add stuff on, but if you're not at a place in your business where, you know, you have uh, the skills, talents, abilities to do it yourself, or you have, you know, a team in place to help, uh, you know, with those things. And it could be the same with products too, adding a new product line on, you know, that's, you know, you have increased costs in having potentially inventory. You've got, you know, increased shipping 
shipping costs. You have to, you know, now ship additional products. So there's a lot to think about when you when you bring on um, new products and services. Your thoughts, my friend. Well, even storage can be a new consideration when you if you're adding new items. I mean, it's one thing when it's digital. Yes. But digital brings some other considerations. But if you are talking a physical inventory, where are you going to keep it? How much inventory are you going to keep? And how are you going to track things? I think that's uh, an important tool across the board is tracking, having metrics for Mm. knowing, okay, if I'm going to make these changes, how do I know that these changes are doing any good? Yes. You have to be able to have some kind of way of measuring that the result, you're getting some results Mm. from whatever whatever change you make. Yeah. And, you know, even when it comes to adding additional services, it's the big one is the time factor. Mm -hmm. You know, do you have the time to be able to provide? I remember, you know, one of the reasons I started RTI Publishing was I was freelancing writing, but now people wanted editing, they wanted cover designs, they wanted formatting, they wanted me to upload it to Amazon. And it got to the point where I felt like I was working 24 hours a day because, and I couldn't keep up. Like there was just so, so much. And, you know, that's when I called on my very wonderful bestest (laughs) friend who was really good at editing because like I, she's great. I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, can you, do you have time to do some editing for me? Like I'm (laughs) swamped. I really need some help. Right. (laughs) And of course, being the wonderful best friend that she is, (laughs) she said, yes. Um, you know, but then from there, again, we just kept growing. And so I, I brought Juanita on because it hit the point where I couldn't manage all the projects and grow the business at the same time. We actually stalled out for a while because I mm-hmm. had no time to get out there and sell packages and make the connections that I needed and network because I was just working on everybody's projects. Well, you know, all of a sudden you hit a point where the money stops coming in. Yep. <laughs> you know so then it was like okay you know how Winita, how can we you know expand her what she was doing and Winita and I've been best friends for a very long time and there's some things that we're very similar in but there's a couple of key areas that we are like so opposite in Winita is a planet person planet ahead of time have everything in place all the i's dotted all the t's crossed you know, she wants to know two weeks ahead of time, everything that's going on. And I am not that way. My biggest thrill present uh, this year was a Hobonichi Techo Japanese calendar. It's not a calendar. It's a planner agenda. agenda pardon me. <laughs> it's kind of like a Philofax or a day timer type of thing. And I and Kim's chuckling. I can see her smiling now. Like only you would get excited about a calendar, Juanita. And I'm like, oh yes, yes, I am excited. <laughs> you know, that's uh, what it makes my little heart happy to make lists, check off boxes, and assign 
things to their dates. <laughs> it's not that I don't plan. It's something mm-hmm. I've had to learn how to do. I, I'm very, let's just go with the flow. And so, you know, there's times that Juanita's planning everything out and I'm like, this is so slow. Like, let's just move forward. And she's like, you're driving me nuts. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just like, oh, yeah, just just do it. You know, I throw something at her and she's like, <laughs> so we've had a few tense moments in our friendships over the years, but I think we've both learned to appreciate, you know, the the positives and the strengths that each one of them has. Because of Winita, I am more planned. You know, <laughs> I do keep more lists. You know, I I'm doing better in that. And because of my influence, she is a little bit more go with the flow. I can sometimes throw something at her and she doesn't want to kill me. (laughs) Yes, you're giving me opportunities to grow that aspect of myself. Oh, Oh. thanks, Kim. Thanks for the opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? I think we've we've gone long enough for today. Uh, we are going to continue this. We have three more points that we want to cover um, in the next episode. So uh, let's shut it down for, for now. Juanita, do you have a closing thought for us? Get yourself a good calendar, everybody, because 2022 has some amazing things in store for you. <laughs> Amen to that. So this has been Kim Thompson-Pinder and Winita Wittenradko on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye now. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach, or speaker, and you want to find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.